1: Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: That's right, Tom Brady and the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers were knocked out of the playoffs. Now there are reports that Brady isn't sure if he'll play next year. And today, Giselle said, we're invited to dinner on Sunday with our neighbors. And Brady was like, I'm playing next year. That's right. Brady said he might retire to spend more time with his kids. Then his kids were like, Dad, we're 35.
1: Do what you got to (laughs) do.
0: Actually, his kids are young in the prime being a dad range, and that's why I'm rooting for him to quit and spend time with his kids, which uh, I think both he and they will regret the rest of their lives if it doesn't. I just saw a quote from him up on the TV. He said yesterday, for the past six months, it's been all football, all day, every day. Hmm. You can't do that if you don't need to. With you got your kids sitting at home. I just I just don't see how you
2: justify it. But yeah, yeah. You know, like I was saying before, though, his brain is not like mine, man. I can't imagine the dedication that he puts into his job uh, to the exclusion of all else. But maybe he's coming around. Who knows? Men change. Women change through their lives. Play
0: that other Fallon one about the uh, the NFL. Would you form me in there, Michael?
2: Well, guys, uh, this weekend was the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And after all four games were decided on the final play, people are calling it the greatest playoff weekend of all time. Well, everyone from Buffalo, Green Bay, Tennessee, and Tampa are like, eh, not so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Back to uh, Tom Brady. I have a friend who grew up in Brazil, believe it or not, and uh, he is rife with Giselle Bundchen knowledge. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> he knows more about her than he knows about Brady, and he pointed out she has significantly more money than he does. Right, right. So that's just not a factor in any family decisions,
0: right? Which Sean, used to always point out that yeah, that 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 had a lot to do with all with with um. His career crafting the, the Patriots and the current team. like Because he didn't need to get paid. He didn't have to hardball for a certain amount of money or go to this team or that team or whatever at any point. Because he married someone significantly wealthier
2: than him. Well, maybe they got the uh, my money, your money thing going on. I don't know. They could. Maybe she's a tightwad. Could be.
0: Um, This story depresses me. I'm not going to get into all the details. There are a lot of them. But here's the, here's the long and short of it. I got
2: it from the Oregonian. You um, know, and I appreciate that we don't want to depress the crap out of people. Right. It's just not a great business model for what we do. On the other hand, I think this is one of the greatest crimes America has committed, and it's against our youngsters. I have been thinking a lot about the younger end of schooling
0: and what kids have missed out on, partially because I, uh, when the pandemic started, I had a fourth grader and a was supposed to be first grader, I guess. Um, ah, geez, that's just amazing to think about that right now. My son's in sixth grade, halfway through the year. It was in fourth grade, early in fourth grade <laughs> that he ended his going to school. But, um, on the older end of it, that's what this story is about. The kids that missed out on high school, like the last two years of high school, depending on where you are, if the timing was what it was, you missed your junior year, junior and senior year of high school, which is impossible for me to imagine. I hated high school, but I was very busy with band and golf and wrestling and hanging out with my friends. I had a job. None of those would have occurred had the pandemic been going on. No job, no golf, no wrestling, no band, no nothing.
2: Just to a large extent staring at a screen.
0: None of those million field trips and going to the football game on Friday night or dragging Maine and and, and honking at the girls. Just none of that stuff would have happened. It's just hard for me to even imagine. And that's just like the social part of it, really. The academic part of it that they're also concerned with is even though all across America, they lowered the standards from the already low standards to let kids graduate from high school, graduation rates have dropped fairly significantly, depending on what
2: state you're in. Oh, yeah. so they, tremendous of, a tremendous number of kids have, in effect, dropped out of school and disappeared.
0: They made it almost effortless to graduate high school if you, uh, you, know, if you stopped going to school halfway through your junior year or missed your old senior year or whatever. And lots of kids still didn't graduate, still couldn't, either didn't take the test or couldn't pass the test. Right. And they, I hate to say dumbed it down, but dumbed it down. They dumbed it way down from what it was before. And, you know, a lot of states like Oregon and California, for instance, it's already just awful. It's awful what we're doing to kids by lowering the standards so much and asking so little of them just so you can claim your graduation rates are higher and get more funding or whatever it is you're up to.
2: And, of course, the bitter irony of a lot of that is it's based on arguments about, you know, equity and making sure we serve the underprivileged and children of color by lowering our standards, which is incredibly insulting. And then those same people who make those claims are the ones that shut down schools, disproportionately abusing the less fortunate, less
0: connected kids who is making the argument and winning the argument, apparently, that making the test even easier for a kid who hasn't been to school in a year and a half, and handing them a diploma, probably mailing it to them because you wouldn't want them to get COVID, um, and saying go out in the world, you've done them a favor, that you've done anything good for the world. Who it's are a you perverse people?
2: Perverse attitude, no doubt.
0: Who are you people? Why weren't there way more conversations of clearly what we need to do nationwide is we're going to have an entire another year of school, 13th grade to get people caught up or, you know, some thinking out of the box sort of thing like that. Right. Where we're actually going to accomplish the education as opposed to no, no, we need to make the test much easier or waive the tests entirely like they've done some places so they can get their high school diploma. How do you possibly think you're helping this kid?
2: sounds like a rhetorical question but it's not i think i have the answer and it relates to the iron law of bureaucracy public education has become an enormous bureaucracy where there is a lot of money made and a hell of a lot of money washing around and more than ever and the the iron law of bureaucracy states that Over time, the people at a bureaucracy go from trying to accomplish the purpose of the bureaucracy to more and more just protecting the bureaucracy, protecting their turf, their budget, etc. And to do what you were talking about, which is figure out this enormous challenge in front of us. Part of it was self inflicted by closing the schools unnecessarily months and months and months and months after everybody in the scientific community was saying the same thing that the kids are going to be fine. It's a self inflicted wound, but a wound nonetheless. To deal with that wound, as you suggested, rejigger the schedule. Have 13th grade. There are all sorts of, you get together some smart, caring, loving people. You could come up with a plan within a week, okay? But to do that would shake up the bureaucracy. It would challenge the bureaucracy. It would ask it to do things it's not used to doing. And whether it's the, the schools itself or the unions, they are not willing to stretch, not a And so if I'm utterly unwilling to be creative, to work hard, to change what has been, what's my solution? Just get rid of the kids. Just send them out in the world. Just get rid of them.
0: And of course, you're not hearing any of this out of the journalist class. They're not on this story at all. Most of the journalists working everywhere are childless and don't know what they're talking about. Uh, They should be all over this story, Uh, particularly the angle that you brought up that. It's the underprivileged that, in theory, the schools care so much about, which includes a lot of black and brown kids. They're the least likely to be able to overcome this because the wealthier parents are going to find a way to get tutors or send you to a year JUCO to get caught up or whatever
2: it is. I think this might be a giant story nonetheless, in spite of the young childless reporters, which is absolutely most of them. Uh, But because Donald Trump was president and because he said open the schools there is years long now after effect of journalists being unwilling to go there which is dishonesty and cowardice of the highest order
0: god we're going to have a, a, millions of kids who have no uh no frame of reference for high school really you missed out on like the the, the meat of high school of you know, the big senior prom or that at the peak of your sports career or whatever it was. Your first love. Their what first the love. Jeez, the peak of your the band career, your drama career, depending on what you were into. That's when you were the star of the play or whatever. None of that stuff happened for millions and millions of kids. Isn't that amazing?
2: No, it's amazing and it's sad.
0: You weren't the lead in Oklahoma because there wasn't any play that year.
2: But at least we all know it was unnecessary.
0: Yeah, at least we know it was pointless. Yeah. That's just, it's incredible. We'll be hearing about this the rest of our lives.
2: Yeah, we will. We will. I just, I'm looking forward to that beautiful day where at least our, our beloved and, and vaunted opinion makers are being honest, finally.
0: Well, at least you're not this guy. Got a mechanic who is working on a $3.4 million Ferrari, taking out for a drive to see if he got the whatever fixed. Uh-oh. Ran into a tree stump, totaled it totaled it as in it's, you know, more damage than it's worth. $3.4 million Ferrari completely totaled running into a a tree stump. God, that's incredible. How long would you sit there and stare at that and think, I, (laughs) uh like I've done with the garage door or various damage I've done. When I I backed in, in our driveway, we got this g- keypad to open the automatic gate thing. And I backed into that, not only destroying the keypad thing, but doing $2,000 worth of damage to my truck. And mm. I just stared at it for a long time. Like, you, you briefly have this weird, is there a way to turn back time, Share. I mean, can I possibly, like, if I, if I scrunch up my face and try really hard, can I go back in time like 30 seconds where I didn't do this?
2: I'm thinking I'm that mechanic. I'm just mulling over. You know, I've always thought working at Lowe's would be fun. I, uh, how about the air conditioning servicing? That's honest work. You're doomed. Doomed!
0: And then I suppose you got to call your boss at some point. you got to tell
2: somebody what happened. Craziest thing happened, boss. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> the yeah. car is not fixed per se. It
0: was fixed. I fixed it, and I fixed it good. I mean, it was really driving
2: well as I ran into the tree stump. Uh, Pardon me. (laughs) What was that that part about the? You got to invent. A child ran in front of the car. You got to try it. I had a heart attack.
0: What, you going to yell at me because I had a heart attack? I had a
2: heart attack? You can't
0: claim to have had a oh, heart attack. Oh, now I'm a liar. Now I'm a guy with a bad heart and
2: I'm a liar. <laughs> Maybe you and can. And no friends, I, apparently. I, I'm sorry. I, uh, are you feeling better? <laughs>
0: That's what you got to go with. You had a heart attack.
2: That's right. You go on the offensive.
0: <laughs> uh, we got more on the way. here.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I, um, I saw it come across The Wire. The Wire in the modern world is the tweet deck we've got up there through the Twitter thing. Kid Rock released a new single today that curses out Dr. Fauci, CNN and social media companies. And I thought, well,
2: oh boy. So I send it to
0: executive <laughs> producer Hanson. He listens to it, decides, yes, this is something we want to air. Uh, crank up the Kid Rock here. So, um. Uh, this is for the jacked up F 150 crowd. Oh, it's got a bit of a, a beat to it. There you go. Okay. We
1: the people, and all we do reserve the right to scream. F-
0: I like it already. Yeah. Ow! Good start.
1: Huh. Wear your mask, take your pills. Now a whole generation's mentally ill.
0: Awesome. Ooh.
3: No
1: But COVID's near It's coming to town
2: Expected it to be over the top, and I am not disappointed.
1: Let's get book Twitter, too, and the mainstream media. F- you, too, too,
0: oh, boy. too. You know who's gonna oh. like that song? My two kids. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, you're gonna play that filth for your children.
0: <laughs> oh, my. It's the best one of those, like Clapton's and Van Morrison's and these different people. They're also too much subtlety. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's uh, Hank Jr. had one at some point. I like the Kid Rock version. I'll be cranking that on the way home in my F-150.
2: Kid Rock, all the subtlety of a sledgehammer smashing a plate glass window. (laughs) Perfect.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh my God! What weird times we live in. Ah, oh boy. When would you have thought there would be a song from one of your leading? What do you call Kid Rock? Is he a rock and roller or hip hop guy or what is he? Anyway,
2: yeah, yeah kind of a genre bending, uh, whatever the hell he is. I thought the Let's Go Brandon was nice
1: touch.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But when when did you predict that you'd have like you know a leading rock and roller? Do an angry song about the president's medical advisor. I mean you wouldn't have seen that coming.
2: I represent science very many years oh, ago. Oh wait a minute. So what's uh oh my god. This is something. Somebody just tweeted this, speaking of F Twitter. Here's a uh a mom, Fairfax, Virginia. Affluent suburb right outside Washington, D.C. My kid went to school there. I've actually spent a fair amount of time in Fairfax County in Fairfax, Virginia. Um, here are the cops responding to a school to deal with the threat of an unmasked 7- and 9-year-old. No. can't. Yes. Be. I'm looking at it right now as it unfolds. They ordered a local journalist off the property who wanted to witness this mom's polite attempt to exercise opt-out rights. The governor, Glenn Youngkin, the new governor, has said you don't have to wear masks if your kids at school. Several districts have uh, filed suit, including Fairfax, and said, "Uh, yeah, you do. We say you do. No opt-out. The kids got to wear masks. So she sent her kids to school without masks, and the cops are there.
0: Awesome. Well, we'll see how that plays out.
2: Not the least bit insane, America, as you were. So did you You didn't actually see this. They didn't air this during the
0: Bills-Chiefs game, but a a knucklehead ran on the field, as often happens at NFL games, and one of the players for the Buffalo Bills, Stefan Diggs, ran over and put a shoulder into the guy. Oh, yeah, planted him. I was watching the video last night, though. He got kind of a glancing blow on the dude, which dude better be happy for for the rest of his life. (laughs) Because if an NFL player put a shoulder into you and caught you square... You may never be right again, Mullen. Well, you got no gear on right right you 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 could well, you could die, let alone break something that never gets heals correctly. He just kind of glanced him sent him to the turf, but just didn't quite catch him square, and I thought, man, you're lucky, dude. And I don't now, know what he, would have happened there if he had, because the
2: players aren't supposed
0: to do that. So if,
2: if he put the crown of his helmet into him, would they throw the flag? Is that 15 yards? Or because it's a jerk-off running out of the stands, is there no call? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that guy's lucky he didn't get caught square. Uh, Ukraine, what's going on there? What's the very latest? We'll touch on that, among other things, on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. One of the reasons I'm running is because of my age and my experience. With it comes wisdom. We need someone to take office this time around, who on day one can stand on the world stage, command the respect of world leaders from Putin to our allies, and know exactly what has to be done to get this country back on track. And driving the United States out
0: of Europe, what does that mean for European security, American security, that you would have Russia be the dominant power throughout the European theater? with the possibility of China trying to do something likewise by driving the United States out of Asia, the Indo-Pacific region. So those are big geostrategic considerations. This is a smaller part of it, but an important part. And that's why this matters. That's why it's required for our NATO allies to act with unanimity. That's the former SecDef William Cohen, who was Secretary of Defense under Clinton, Talking about why it is a big deal. Wall Street Journal talking about why it's a big deal. Russia going into Ukraine if it should happen. Uh, MSNBC talking about why it's a big deal. People in lots of different political areas saying it's a big deal. The Tucker Carlson crowd for whatever reason arguing that it's not a big deal. Um, and his argument is that established, establishment Washington, which it includes the Wall Street Journal and MSNBC in that crowd. Mm-hmm. are always for these wars i i'm I'm of the belief that you can make a good argument that allowing countries to start taking other countries by force is not a good direction for the world to go
2: especially in Europe and especially a guy like Putin with a regime like his uh yeah yeah I would agree without going to war i mean there are other other methods you know it was interesting who was that uh, the uh the guy the second quote there William
0: Cohen, sec def under Clinton.
2: All right. I'm going to try to get this right. Let me see if I can get this right the first time. William Cohen said we need anonymity. No, I screwed it up. He said we need unanimity from NATO. They'd rather be anonymity. No, I didn't. That screwed up again. My point is that NATO, the vaunted force. That's so serious about Putin and his, his, uh, his uh, malign actions. They're going to join together, and they're going to put their money where their mouth is. I heard this clip last night. See if it strikes you the way it struck me. Clip number
3: 45. NATO announced this morning, Denmark will send a frigate to the Baltic Sea and deploy four F-16 fighter jets to Lithuania. Spain will send ships to join NATO naval forces and is considering fighter jets to Bulgaria. France says it is willing to send troops to Romania, and the Netherlands is sending two F-35 fighter aircraft to Bulgaria in April, which may be too late. Germany says it plans to send a $6 million field hospital, but denies obstructing weapons Shipments. The head of the German Navy was forced to resign this weekend after making pro-Putin remark.
2: So the Netherlands is going to send two planes in April. How about, you, how about a half a dozen uh, wooden shoes? No, well, you must have it. missed the part
0: that Bulgaria is considering sending troops. So how do you get credit? I'm considering doing lots of things. Do I get credit for that? Yeah, can we uh, call you
2: back? We may uh, we may send some troops. Thank you for asking so much.
0: If I get credit for the things I've considered in my life, I've accomplished <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> Than meets the eye. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, and Trump got so much hell. Anytime he would uh, not treat NATO with the utmost respect, the most successful coalition in world history kept us safer. And now the rubber's meeting the road, and he got all kinds of squeam. They never pay as much as they're supposed to pay. We fund the whole freaking thing. And Germany, which is the third most powerful member of NATO, Our third biggest population, I don't know about the the, the powerful, that's a different story, but Germany announced yesterday, we can't send weapons to Ukraine, we have a restrictive arms export policy based on our history. No, Okay, you don't allow that. Well, you did start three world wars in 75 years, so I can see why. <laughs> oh, that's right. Last year, you had record revenue from sending arms exports all around the world. About oh. half of it coming from sending arms to Egypt. You sell arms to people all the freaking time, you freaking liars.
2: I did not know this.
0: Yeah. Wow. All of a sudden, now they stick to the rules of not selling arms to anybody because we're Germany. You heard of Hitler? Yeah, you don't want that, do you?
2: Holy cow, I'm blown away by this. I mean, uh, yeah, they're just thinking, yeah, we like the uh, cheap Russian gas, so we do not want to offend them. No. I mean, that's it, isn't it? Lying liars and the lies they lie. Yep. Damn it, Germany. I thought you were better than that. Actually, that's I didn't. In Germany. Wow! Yeah, you know it's funny that that. Uh, uh, and the head of their the head of their uh, navy or was it air force? Uh, navy. He, what did he say exactly? I
0: don't remember. resign over the weekend. He said, "Well, you can't blame Putin. I mean, for the way things unfolded, and I think we could, uh, you know, uh, give him some respect by just allowing him to hold on to Crimea." And, and so he
2: got yeah. some pushback well, from that and had to resign, but. But you're so right. It, it, back to the Trump NATO thing. Whenever Trump even demanded of NATO really anything, like something as crazy as them live up to their commitments, the the mainstream media went crazy. Acted as if we had stabbed our closest friend right in the spleen. I mean, how dare he's tearing apart our alliances.
0: Right, it's so phony. If Germany wasn't on board helping us, and Trump was president, it would be because it'd be because of Trump's personality.
2: He's driven a wedge between us and our allies.
0: With Biden as president, what you find out is it, it's because other countries
2: pursue their self-interest, just like we always should. You know, the, the whole NATO thing is interesting. Some some are more dismissive than I am about it because anybody who says, you know, like the infamous line by, I think it was, uh, the, the, who's the ancient senator from California, Diane Feinstein, uh, in some debate, uh, you know, we need to spend the peace dividend, you know. You know, the, the foreign policy of the 80s called. They want their foreign policy or whatever, acting as if, you know, peace will always be and rivalries will never reignite. At the same time, though, NATO existed to counter the Soviet Empire, which ceased to exist almost entirely, except for some of the embers, I guess, in the late 80s. But we kept it together because it was such a good time and. You know, we had so much fun at the parties and the rest of it, but it was never exactly clear why NATO endured. In case there was a threat from somebody sometime, I guess. But that's not that's not enough pressure. You know how, you know, it's pressure that makes a diamond. Well, that wasn't enough pressure, and NATO just kind of turned into a flabby club of countries that more or less agree most of the time. We talked to Mike Lyons earlier
0: in the show. You can catch our two of the podcast at Armstrong and Getty.com. He's our go-to military analyst guy. His uh, conclusion seems to more or less be that Russia's going to go in really fast, destroy Ukraine's military, kill lots of people, take over the country, and the world is going to say, yeah, that's something, isn't it? What are you going to do?
2: We will lower the boom of strong sanctions that Putin and his his, uh, uh, fellows have been saving up for for a very long time. They have plenty of money.
0: Yeah, and um, uh, it's not a given that... Uh, Germany and France and China are willing to go along with these sanctions. So the sanctions, China, there's no way. No, no way. The, the sanctions aren't going to have near the teeth that um, we're being led to believe. And Putin has saved up a half a trillion dollars to be able to withstand this sort of thing. And with oil at the price it's at right now, he's making lots of revenue off of that. So, you know, over time he could suffer, I suppose. But I, I, I don't think it's going to be a deterrent. He's going to get to take over another country. In the year yeah. 2022, and the world just saying,
2: eh, what are you going to do? It's amazing. I didn't, I didn't think that would happen in my lifetime. We as Americans have this delusion that we can deal with anything, we can fix anything, we can make anything right. And uh, you saw in the COVID thing, it resulted in disastrous miscalculations, the kids, education, the rest of it that we were talking about earlier. We, we couldn't solve it. We just had to keep living, but we didn't. And this the, the the russian uh, invasion of ukraine which is almost inevitable at this point i guess um uh, it's a dark chapter dark chapters happen
0: yeah i wouldn't want my brother if he was still in the military to go and uh risk his life for ukraine if france and germany aren't willing to
2: no, and indeed, there are significant sectors of Ukraine that isn't willing to. They're they're more they they're ethnically Russian or sympathetic toward Putin or what have you. There are plenty of brave patriots who are who feel exactly the way you would if some foreign power was about to invade. Um, but no, it's not worth spending American blood and treasure.
0: ABC News: President Biden responds to a question about inflation by calling a Fox News reporter a vulgarity.
2: What a stupid son of a bitch. You're a vulgarity.
0: That's a vulgarity. It's a I, classic.
2: He was just doing what I think lots of us do, muttering angrily as someone leaves the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. Wait, wait. It's the way we end most
0: meetings. Or that, you know, there's a there's a guy in your neighborhood. You're you know you're not outwardly hostile, but uh, oh, nice job leaving your lawnmower out in the lawn again. You
2: dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, <it's>, come on, <laughs> nobody does that. We got we got a rigid, <laughs> grumpy old fart as president, and you're letting him off the hook. Pull that bad and kept care.
0: Yeah, I'll bet my neighbor has done that. I see your trash cans are out there for the second day in a row. You dumb son of a bitch. <laughs>
2: How you doing, Jack? You stupid son of a bitch! You stupid son of a bitch! Oh boy! Oh, it's an attack on the free media. It's the first way is tearing down our institutions. I haven't
0: lived in town for fifteen years—long, long, long time—and uh, so now I'm living in town uh, again, and I'm not. Haven't gotten to the swing of town living again yet.
2: Sounds like a sitcom premise to me. <laughs> but Can there are, we take this bald-headed bumpkin and put him in the middle of a progressive college town?
0: But there have been a few times that my trash cans are up by the garage door. Somebody had decided <laughs> it had been long enough and put my trash cans up by my house. <laughs> I probably should do a better job with it. What a stupid son of a bitch. Wow.
2: Wow. There's your old neighbor right there, old Joe down the street.
0: Well, one time I was in the hospital with a gallbladder issue. What am I supposed to do? All right. Huh? I'm busy. I'm busy. Aren't you busy? Yeah, don't worry. I took care of your cans for you. You
2: stupid son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) I'm sure
1: there's a fair amount of that. We'll finish strong next.
3: Armstrong and Getty. Beijing isn't only fighting the virus, but pollution too. The smog around the capital is currently at around 10 times the level that the WHO deems healthy. So the authorities are warning that they'll take action against cars and companies to ensure that they'll have cleaner air for the games.
2: The IOC deserves all of the disdain and disgust that comes their way for going back to China yet again. They were in Beijing in 2008. They go to Sochi in 2014. They're shameless about this stuff.
0: Bob Costas, who was at those other two Olympics as the face of the Olympics for NBC News and not saying those things at the time, now that he's no longer employed by NBC uh, free to speak, it is just unconscionable that the IOC has sent the olympics to three of the worst actors in the world in a what 15 year span?
2: Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Well, it reminds me a little bit of the WHO situation in that they have this super giant that they want involved um and and, and so they've got to kowtow to of the super giant's wishes and or they're on the take. Yeah, as, I think as the too. Commies bribe them. There's that going on
0: that. too. And they've always done that. That's, oh, yeah. That's, that's the that's the old playbook for the IOC. God, the Olympics are so far from what we kind of try to pretend they are. The world coming together in sport to try to honor America a man's achievements as opposed to his flaws, and blah 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 blah. And it's it's flaws from top to bottom. From the top guy
2: usually or woman all the way through. It's so wonderful, it's a shame that it's so rotten. Yeah.
0: Hey, uh, how do you spell testicles? I can't even get close <laughs> enough
2: here that Apple will help me out. Test-I-C-L-E-S, I think. test cl- is. You ever get so far from having T- it the right? The great Roman uh, uh, emperor Testicles. Testicles, yep, that was right. You ever get so, you're not even oh, close enough? Oh, it's testi, that's right, with an E. My mistake. No,
0: it's testi, according to testi? this. Testi? Well, that's my phone accepted that. Okay. Sometimes they get tired of your guessing, though, and they seem to accept misspelled words. Sure. Sure. I was sending a text that included the word testicles, and I couldn't hmm. figure out how to spell it. Another hmm. China Hard story. Hard to
2: imagine what the rest of that context was, but moving <laughs> along.
0: <laughs> um, uh, Another China story for you. This is interesting. So China's brutal and awful, and they want to make the whole world have to live the way they do. Never forget that. Uh, but Hong Kong has a lot of rich people. Probably not for long, uh, but has a lot of rich people now. And because Chinese authorities are killing pets all over the place. Did you ever watch the video of the when they went into that woman's house and killed Aww. her basset hounds or whatever? Oy. Freaking, that's all you need to know about the Chinese government. That's all you need to know right there. And then they went on a, a hamster side mission last week, killing hamsters all over the place. Was that a COVID thing? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Was it a different thing? Whatever it was. Just hatred Um, of hamsters. uh, So Hong Kong pet owners, super rich Hong Kong pet owners, are worried about the Chinese Communist Party coming in and killing their pets, so they're flying them to America or other places at great expense. A flight from Hong Kong to New York runs about $22,000 for your dog, cat, whatever you're trying to get out of Hong Kong. Wow. Wow, there's a lot of really rich people in Hong Kong and they presumably have someone to send the pet to top stars air, which has found a niche group with chartered jets for pets. The owner of the company says pet owners have chartered jets for dogs, cats, hamsters and rabbits. If you pay five figures to fly a freaking hamster to another city, how the hell did you get rich in the first place? How did you get rich in the first place? Your dad wow. got rich, or you married somebody rich. That's the only way. Soft head, or a rabbit, even. We're really even a dog or a cat, but yep. Yeah. Uh, business is up seven hundred percent since the beginning of the pandemic. They're worried that the government's going to come in and kill their dog, so they fly it somewhere else.
2: I'll look after your dog for mm, twenty five hundred bucks a week. Yeah, I'll even I'll take good care of it. Walk it around the block. Give it fresh water. Cash, by the way, cash money.
1: Check your clock, it's time to stop, Jack and Joe, they've got to go, and if they don't get canned, they'll be back tomorrow.
0: (laughs) I like that. That's always the case. (laughs)
2: Um, here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's
1: get a final thought from
2: everybody on the crew. Our technical director, Michelangelo, is in the control room. Michael, what's your final thought?
1: You know, I love the Winter Olympics. I love the bobsled, the ski jumps and all that, but I just wish it wasn't in China. I I don't know if I can watch this year.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be interested to see how this unfolds, what, it's about a week away?
2: Yeah, is the joyful part of it going to be overcome by the stench? Hmm. Young Alex, our behind-the-scenes producer, has a final thought, Alex. Yeah, I think I'm with you there, Michael. Also on the
0: sports theme, I know a lot of people are talking about the NFL playoffs coming up, the championship games this weekend. But the Pro Baseball Hall of Fame announcements are today at around 3 p.m. I, can ex- I can't wait. I hope Barry Bonds makes it in.
2: Mm.
0: Mm, I heard he did steroids. Speaking of uh, testicles. Yeah, Mm, where are
2: they? Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Breaking news,
0: Elton John has COVID. Elton John has COVID. Yesterday, I announced Sarah Palin has COVID. At what point will we stop announcing
2: that somebody you've heard of has a minor cold? The Oma cold for most people. Right. My final thought, I was just texting with my wife. We had a plumbing uh, issue resolved so quickly the guy said no charge just think of us when you have something major to do that's That's great service that's a good idea i'm a customer for life that's armstrong and getty sponsors a lot of them act like that so please give your business to our sponsors they're nice people they keep us on the air
0: and please keep elton john in your prayers throughout the day
2: i think he's fine although he has a rather heavy set 70 something he's a very old fat guy
0: Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
2: You know, it seems to me he's lived his life like a candle in the wind, but that's just me. Yeah, he's uh, a rocket man. He can handle it. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. you find the hot links there. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Get yourself some fabulous A&G swag, T-shirts, something like that. And uh, grab the podcast if you missed a chunk of the show. When does Russia invade?
0: I don't know. Before the Olympics? During? After? We'll see tomorrow. God bless
1: America. Over. You gotta be kidding me. So I said story. bye. Let me say let me say one thing. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. I said, yeah, it's it's true. Point of personal privilege. What a stupid song, man.
2: Get the hell out of here!
1: It's nothing personal, pal. You know, you can do a lot of things with bayonets, but you can't sit on them. You
2: can't prosecute your way out of this desperation. <laughs> on that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.
1: Join me on season three of mini questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.